Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Howdy, folks. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Uh, we have uh, Anthony joining us today. Eck will be here in a second uh, after he hops out of the shower. And uh, Russ, you start with the pre-show. So let's talk about Dak Prescott. Um, it is amazing to me how the lengths that some Cowboys fans will go to protect um, some of their stars. And certainly they do in Dallas. Like we know they've done, like that's the one thing I'll respect about um, a city like Philadelphia and New York is they let their stars get away with a little bit, but not nearly as much as Dallas. But anyhow, the other day I posted up on a Facebook page that Dak Prescott had this party. And, and there was this one guy who literally was fighting me on it, telling me it was fake news. I, I gave him both articles. I showed him pictures, didn't believe me. But now, of course, now that Dak Prescott has come out and commented on it, you know, he's strangely silent. And the thing about this is I don't think Dak Prescott still gets it. He's He was upset that people were picking on him for having this party mm. because he was within the legal limit of having 10 people. But in this era right now, this moment, nobody has 10 people over. And, and the fact that you have a buffet and not everything is just like – pre-sealed and just given to somebody, you're asking for a lot of trouble with 10 people. Like I haven't seen 10 people in the last two weeks and I go food shopping and there's nobody there. Like I don't have anybody over the house, but when guys think they're entitled and this is what happens. And ultimately, you know, we heard Fauci talk and we'll probably talk about it more later, how guys have to basically stay quarantined. So if they do want to go play, they are clean when they start and stay clean. What if something happens from that party and the Cowboys season's ready to start and Dak Prescott is sick? Like well, he just blew the season because of a dinner party, and that could happen. Anthony, I, I look at this story. I, I heard it this morning on ESPN, and I'm like, there is not a story out there that is a better example of the fact that nothing else is going on, and we're and, and I'm not defending Dak Prescott because I, nobody, Russ is right. Nobody is stupid enough to have a, you know a patio party or anything like that right now with what's going on. But my God, it's like front page news. We, yeah, it shouldn't be front page news. Even before God. games, even before we got to this circumstance. This, these, these, this is where this was the direction that we had been moving in with a lot of stories anyway, especially. Yes. And now you have a vacuum of a athletic events in general. But if you think about it, ESPN, a lot of these places, those are the stories that they're leading with anyway, rather than the actual games themselves. No, nope, that's true. So now that you don't have that at all, that's all. It's they're they're desperate at this point. It's it's chum in the water for them. Yeah. You know, if you do so much as a little something. Uh, it, it, that would be considered to be, but it's a bit, it, obviously it, it is a big enough deal if you're getting, if it's in violation of a stay at home policy, but still we're but, getting, yeah. But it's almost like, I mean, right now, you know, he's the only guy on the Cowboys that isn't signed. He, they, they did the franchise tag on him and there's a war in the media going on between Prescott and between, and, and the Cowboys and talk about trading them, which, which I don't think is going to happen, but it's just like, I mean, okay just lump more 
useless crap uh, in the, into this scenario. And it's all for the point of, you know, what? He, all of a sudden he's getting, he's going to get ripped in the media and he's going to take a five-year deal instead of a six-year deal. It doesn't work that no, way. No, it doesn't work that way. But to be fair, I mean, I wouldn't have run it at where the way ESPN ran it, but they didn't have a story if Dak Prescott didn't have a party. True. Now the other, the other ridiculous thing about the NFL that I heard this morning, and I believe they were interviewing the new Carolina coach and they were talking to him about mini camp. And I'm like, okay, I thought they canceled mini camps. I thought that, you know, obviously the players can't travel to the, to, to the NFL uh, facilities. No, they're having virtual mini camp. They're having mini camps where they're going to be on, I guess, Zoom or something like that. So what are they going to be filming the guys? 60, you're going to have sixty different. Like they're going to have the triple monitor, massive thing. He's going to be pointing. You're making the wrong cut. Hey, number sixty-five. That's the wrong cut. Thirty-three. No, that's that's the wrong. That's the wrong route in your living room. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I have no idea how this. I mean, is they all going to do jumping That's no. You need the elect. No, you need the 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 elect the electrode here, not here. Yeah, not I just here. got off the electrodes myself. Are, are they going to do like jumping jacks together? Like, what are they going to oh, do? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay. First of all, is this just the fact that these NFL teams hey, don't run Hold on, but hey, they're we're, we're, one thing is consistent. Everybody be in shorts. Just like they would have been in minicamp anyway. That's true. <laughs> but but the thing is, it's like okay, is it the fact that the you know the the NFL teams just have this, you know, I mean, we know that they value those mini camps. They bring these guys in. They they have to be there. Even you know, there's restrictions. Like the stations of the cross, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Jesu Cristo. No, I mean. But it's just it's, I mean, it's ritual. We must do it. It's ritual. We must. If not, everything goes to hell. Yeah, the only positive of this, you know, I, I got back on the knuckles when I was at, when I was in Catholic school because I I, I, I once covered my left hand. I once covered mini, uh, not mini oh, camp, no. training camp, right for the Eagles up when they used to have it in Lehigh, and that place was miserable. It was you were exposed to the sun. There was no way to get away from it in the early days. Now, of course, there's tents and all this. You're talking about like regular training camp versus this. Regular thing. training camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying if they had it and they had it up in Lehigh, like also the mud there was just incredible. Now, of course, every team's got their own little setups now closer to the teams. But I don't know. Did they ever have mini camps in a place like that? They might have. I don't know. Well, please. I mean, they used to, they have, they used to have two a days in 95 degree temperatures. Yeah. Uh, they, they, you know, I mean, that all ended after what happened with Corey Stringer in Minnesota. Um, but, but uh, you know, and then if you remember, I think we mentioned it when we were doing uh, the, the worst or best films of uh, the movie the junction boys where bear bryant used to like have refused to give these guys water in like 105 degree heat i mean so you know stuff stuff like that the guy would get arrested if he did it now um by the way there's real news willie davis the uh hall of famer from the green bay packers receiver uh has passed five championships never missed a game in 12 years wow i mean um it, it's funny that because you know, in baseball, two notable notable names. One very notable, Hank Steinbrenner, the uh, the oldest son of George Steinbrenner. And uh, for for Blue Jays fans, uh, Damaso Garcia, former Yankee prospect, who played yeah. about four or five years of the Blue Jays. They both died in the last 20, 24 hours, both at the age of sixty three. And it's funny well, that Garcia had some sort of operation transplant. He had a brain, he had a brain tumor. 
That's right, brain, 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 and brain tumor. But the funny thing is, Russ, they're spec. They are specifying uh, it was not coronavirus related. Yeah, you have to now. I mean, it, it's gotten to the point where, and look, we're, I mean, we're seeing um, younger for whatever reason. Looking at statistics the other day, there's now a an area where from like 30 to 39 has become one of the bigger groups to be attacked. We all kept hearing 60, and then we all kept hearing younger, and now 30 to 39. There's there's quite a few that have a uh, and people with no no issues. So you know it, it's still it's 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 still in this dangerous area, and we have to respect it. And that's why I got on deck, Prescott, because you know it's like you want to play football, don't have any parties. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get started. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to start with. Eck will be joining us any second here. Um, hello, Hockey World. Today is Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. I'm Anthony Mancioni from Sunrise Magazine. Russ Cohen, Sportsology. And I'm Michael Agello, and this is the Hockey Buzzcast here on HockeyBuzz.com. Well, we'll start with the the, the news that Eck posted on his, on his blog, and it came out this morning. Uh, Dr. Fauci, who's been front and center in all of the, uh, the meetings and all of the press conferences, uh, regarding coronavirus for, for the president and his, uh, um, group, the, that, uh, has been handling the crisis or, you know, leading the, you know, uh, the direction in terms of how the, the crisis is being uh, addressed. Um, he came out and made a statement regarding, uh, sports. And I know that the commissioner's of all the sports are, are, are going to be on a conference call with Trump today, another one today. Um, so I don't know if it's is going to be a weekly thing because it just happened last week that they had one. But I, uh, it sounds to me like he's just. I mean, there there seems to be a. I mean, there seems to be a movement right now to try to get some aspects of the economy reopened. It's just a question of when and how and, you know, what, what they're going to do. But sports seems to be at the forefront. And Fauci came out and said, well, um, we can probably get things opened fairly quickly, but it's going to have to be with no fans in the stands. Yeah, I- we've, been, we've been talking about that, but the, the, this conversation. They're all, yeah, there were a this, lot. Yeah. I was just yeah, going to say, this conversation now seems to be started because his boss brought it up in his press mm-hmm. conference. And so now this seems to be not a talking point because Fauci does follow his own drummer, but right. it does seem to be a directive, doesn't but it? He does throw in a lot of, if they do this, if they do this, yeah. if this happens, if that happens. So he may be, yes, he's pro- he's walking the political tightrope. I don't know if there's any question about that, but he knows full well that he has to put in a lot of those ifs. And people are running with it, but there's a lot of things that can happen if you do this or if you do that. And that's – I don't – I didn't take – after reading that, I didn't take that as – it's just, you know, oh, this was definitely – It's not really complete. It's yeah, not yeah, really yeah. complete. No. Because right, right now, Anthony, if, if – if they start opening things up and it spikes, then everything is going to shut down again. Exactly, right. and that's the risk. We all know that you're running that. If you try to spring, if you try to bring things back in, and you just have one or two cases, the whole you know the the, the thing just goes kaflui at that point. It just does. It, go ahead. I was just going to say, the worst part that came out, and I didn't watch the press conference, but I saw some of the stuff after. The worst thing that came out of that was again they showed that Trump picture where he's at the 2006 
NLCS and you see Beltran look back at the umpire because he just looked at the call third strike and he's standing up in the crowd and you see Trump. And it's just like, why are we talking about 2006 all over again? Please stop talking about that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> are, we talk, are, we talking Adam, are we talking Adam Wainwright? Yeah. But that's like, you know, I couldn't believe that's what came out of yesterday, but that's what came out of yesterday. But but the Fauci stuff tailored for you, Russ. Well, I mean, if we started talking 93, how many times can you see the Joe Carter Homer? Like, you don't want to see it anymore. True, but at this point now, I've kind of sort of worked that well, out. Yeah, because you want one. Well, you're I, I, it was, exactly. Yeah. It was funny. It was funny, Russ, because um, uh, Don LaGreca on ESPN radio yesterday was doing like his top, top, uh, New York sports moments in games that New York, the New York teams lost. Right. And the the top moment, I think the number one or number no, no, the number three was the Andy Chavez catch. In yeah, that. I have a picture of that. It is still one of the most remarkable catches. But again, the mood changed quickly, man. <laughs> it was like, yeah, to really. Yeah. Well, hey, like that's what happened. Hey, Alfonso Soriano hitting a home run in the eighth inning in game seven against Arizona. And then, you know, friggin' Louis Gonzalez with the pool cue, that piece of crap. Let me let me ask you this. Where did the 73 World Series rank in that list? He didn't have it on the list. He should have had it on the list because the number where Don's a little bit younger than me. Yeah. And this is where I feel like he's missed out on a little bit. He's really good. Don't get me wrong. Don yeah. LeGrecht is excellent. But that 73 World Series, when when you have the Mets playing the A's and the A's are like the super A's with Reggie Jackson, Catfish Hunter, all those guys, Rudy, Fossey, Tennis, amazing pitching, Vita Blue. They weren't supposed to even be able to hang with them, and they did. And, and there were some tight plays in that series, and, and the Mets, you know, lost, which, you know, most expected them to. That should be in the list. Yeah, the, the, the number one was the – Robin Ventura Grand Slam single. Yeah, that's a great for some, one. For some reason, he hate he absolutely hates that, and it's it's weird. It's weird. Why would he hate that? I thought it was an interesting well, moment. Because well, no, it, I mean they ended up losing the series for one thing. I know, but the thing was is that you know it's celebrated as one of the greatest moments in Mets history, and Ventura missed the bag. Or no, 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 I don't think it's celebrated as one of the great moments. I think it was just one of those moments where it was just you've never seen it since, have you? I've seen it once or twice. Yeah, it's it's a rarity. I now, think that's all it is. I start thinking of Patrick Kane. Yeah, that's yeah, the sort of anticlimactic. This it was, just a, it, it was arguably the oddest end to a to a sport to to a championship. Yeah, because game we were all I've there watching seen. it live, and nobody knew what happened. This is the weirdest thing. Yesterday in ESPN, I didn't watch it, but I saw it advertised. They were doing some sort of uh, look back at the Kirk Gibson home run. Uh, against Eckersley in the 88 World Series in game one. I think they had Gibson, and they were just sort of reflecting on, on what was yeah. what had happened. And I think I posted on Twitter that, uh, you know, they, they showed the Jack Buck call, the, the, the radio call, which is great. I love yeah. Jack Buck. But the better call is, is the Vin Scully call. And I'm and I I wanted to go. I went on YouTube and I turned on and I, and I I wanted to watch the replay of that with Scully and he hits the home run and I watched the replay of Gibson going around the bases and he missed second base. Oh, that's funny. He missed the base. I'm going to tell you at my that point. Mind. God knows what amount of I mean the, the, between adrenaline, 
pain. Yes. Because, I mean, how many times when you hear that call from Scully, them describing, you know, you know, you're mm -hmm. watching him, literally, it's just all upper body at that point with Gibson yes. trying to get that, trying to yank that ball out of there. Yeah, and Scully and, was saying, basically, I don't know if he can get around the bases. I don't, and, and literally, in this case, it's just like, who knows at that point? Yeah, he missed the base, but it was like, I know. I know, but but you know that's that kind of stuff. Like apparently, apparently, like that would have been right up there. That would have been up there with Brett and the Pine Tar. That would have been. Had Ruth been, been on top, and I'd said he missed second base. It wouldn't have mattered. I mean, one, it would have been a tie. It would have, what would have happened in that circle? That would that would have been up there with the Merkel with the Merkel boner in the nineteen twelve World Series because he missed the bag and they tagged yeah. the bag and then they ended up losing the series. Yeah, but, well, this because the ball's out of the yard, so that's the issue. That right, exactly. So that's why you, you let it go. But had it been, but but they they they, yeah. they, they cited when Chambliss hit the home run in seventy six for the Yankees to get to the World Series. The crowd came, you know, spilled out onto the field at Yankee Stadium, and yeah. he had to run for his life. And they said after the game, he went back and touched home plate. Yeah, but he was like a linebacker; he was getting mobbed. But but here's the thing: my original take with the Eckersley Gibson thing was, why didn't you throw it further outside? He could barely reach. He couldn't even stand up at the plate. He was falling off. I mean, they went like nine pitches. No, but he could have just thrown it more outside. That's what he should have done. I do have another bone to pick here. Um, we might as well talk about it. Yesterday, Pierre Dorian did a uh, call and said there's no rush to cancel the, the rest of the season, the regular season. Now, if I'm wrong, I just looked it up. I think the Senators only have four home games. Yeah. Is this really Eugene Melnick trying to hold up an entire league yeah. for four home games? Is this what we're I talking knew, about? I knew where you were going there. <laughs> but see, this is – this goes along with the Dowdy comments from a couple of days ago because these teams that are clearly out of it, they don't want to come back for what they deem are meaningless games. Now the other teams do because they don't want to re, re, you know refund season tickets or things of that nature. You know I think that's probably part part of the mix here. But I'm sorry if the league says you got to play 82 games, you got to play 82 games. But this Why is four you? home games. Like I can't believe we're having like. There's this big discussion now because one team there who, yes, they're short of money, they're still going to be short of money at the end of it. So, like, the four home games isn't really going to bail them out of much. Like, it's just – it's four home games. It's not that much. Well, no. I mean, I mean, I, see, I am finding – Anthony, I'm finding more and more merit in the proposal to roll back to 68 games for fairness so they so everybody plays the same amount of games if that's truly what uh, it's, what it's tough to, is. it's tough to, I, I again i i'm not going to go on board with it with a, with a roll back to 68 it's point i i i'm i'm i am on the, i am on the point on the point percentage hill to die if necessary I will not go. I, I can't go with a roll. I can't go with a sixty-eight game rollback. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, the only I think the only change between the between the point percentage and the rollback is that I think the Islanders make it and Columbus is out. So what are we going to do? Seventy-five? You're going to go to seventy-five and then bring back a couple of teams to play two games, three games. I mean, Drew Doughty doesn't want to play these games. He's probably too busy getting his teeth fixed. Or something. Well, I'll even give you a good one too. The NHL's doing a. Um, a live conference call now with Ryan Strom and someone, not a conference call, but like on Twitter and they're asking him questions. And someone said, what's your favorite workout? He goes, no workout really. And he put a, a, a laughing face. That's a great answer. Well, <laughs> you, I, 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 answer. 
you you see you see like I mean uh, and this is obviously a different sport but um I saw a video of Serge Ibaka from the uh, from the Raptors you know powerlifting in his den basically he's like in front of a big screen TV he's got like 300 pounds and he's deadlifting and like, yeah he's working out he's showing that he's working out you as you and you oppose that to uh, to William Nylander and his brother Alex, who look like they're on the beach in California. He looks like you no, know, he looked like I saw them. I, I looked at him. I was like, he looks like Matthew McConaughey and Dave <laughs> confused. <laughs> they both, especially I William. Mean, do, do these guys realize that they're they're not doing themselves any favors? Just like you know, us not lounging out on the beach with our shirts off. It's like I mean, you're not doing you know like yeah. I mean, I, I get it. You know, Willie is making seven million dollars a year, and he's, you know, and right now they'd be playing in the playoffs, and he's chilling, and that's that's all fighting. Cut through. though, man. Look, he's fine. He's got the shirt open. He's cut. He's he's like, I'm I'm doing what I need to be doing. <laughs> Mike, I, I I'm allowed to blow. I'm allowed to blow off steam with my bra. There you go. Well, yeah, but I, okay. What is better, that visual or the visual of of Austin Matthews? Mitch Marner, I think it was Rick Nash, were playing uh, NHL 20. Uh, they, they they had a like video snippet. I just retweeted it about 10 minutes ago. They, you know, just that them playing NHL. That, that, I mean, that's okay. I mean, everybody's not Rick. I don't think that's Rick Nash. It's a – No, he's, he's one of the professional Nasher. He's one of the, he's one of the he, 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 he plays – he's one of the professional e-sporter. Come yeah, on, Mike. Those guys. Yeah. Go ahead, Ross. That's okay. I was just gonna say, come on, Mike, you should know better than that. <laughs> I'm like Rick Nash, really, play, Rick Nash playing. That's okay. Well, really, you know, I will say this though: years Riley ago, Nash, maybe <laughs> years ago, Nash did work with 2K Sports, and That's I true. did watch him playing the game in Manhattan, and we were there to cover it. So he did I play miss, to some I degree. I missed NHL 2K. Yeah, 2K I mean, was all. I, I, it was the better of the two. It was more exciting. The excitement was more better. of a sim, more of a sim, uh, better simulation of the better game. simulation too. You're right. Yeah, that's a good I, point. I, I started. I started writing a series. A series of articles for. Wait, Mike. I've got breaking news. This oh, is what I was going to break in with. It's broken. WWKBW is going to be airing the fall four falls of Buffalo this Saturday at three thirty. What could that be about? Tell me what that's about, Mike. Uh, okay, so I, I've been writing a series of articles. For you know, uh, regarding the potential of compliance buyouts being used when the when the next season for next season because no, this is the Bills. No, no, I know, I know, oh, I know right. what the Four Falls of Buffalo is. I, I know who sure. right. narrated it, Russ. I don't feel like I need to feel, to 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 uh, address the the misery uh, loves company, especially four times. <laughs> Uh, okay. They showed Niagara Falls in the picture, Mike. That's what was really funny about it. Yes, I'm sure. Niagara Falls. Slowly, Slowly I turn. Step by step, inch by inch. So uh, which one, which of the four falls do you like the least? Well, there are only two falls in Niagara Falls. No, but in that picture, it's, they're talking about the four. Which well, the most the embarrassing of the four losses was the one to the Redskins. Okay. yeah, Because, you know, Thurman Thomas lost his helmet. Right, that's oh, forgot about that. Andre yeah. Reed was dance it was dancing and in the introduction like he, you know, like they were gonna win the sixty-five to three, and they ended up getting their ass kicked by Mark Rippin. Mark Rippin. You know, yeah. I mean at least at least they were, you know, uh, I mean the 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 
the Cowboys outclassed them in the third Super Bowl. They had a chance to win in the fourth in the fourth one and blew it. So, but nothing hurts nothing hurts more than the Giants one because the, they they got out coached and just it was terrible. Anyway, anyway, let's talk hockey uh, while we wait for Rack. Um, I, I've been writing a, a series of articles about. The use of compliance buyouts, and I started with the with the Atlantic Division and with the the bottom four teams in the Atlantic Division, and who, you know, the if I was the general manager, who I would consider using the compliance buyout on. Um, Ottawa is pretty simple. Detroit is pretty simple, but I'll just with with Ottawa, I said a, a player like Nikita Zaitsev, who has four years left in the contract, right. making four and a half million bucks. Mm-hmm. They, but things have just not worked out, like. Not well, from even a playing standpoint, off the ice, all of it. Right. I mean, he didn't play badly for them this year. Um, but the other the other one is a consideration because we don't know. If you remember the 2012 lockout, there were two compliance buyouts that teams were given, and it was over the next two off seasons. So they could buy out somebody after the 2013 year and then in, in, in the offseason right. of 2014. You know that's not going to be the case this No, time. it's probably going to be one. Use and, it or lose it. That's what's right. going to be. Right. Now, the other one besides Zaitsev was Bobby Ryan. And Bobby Ryan's got two years left at seven and a quarter, and he hasn't scored over 20 goals in four seasons. So it's a question of which – They're going to do it for the highest dollar figure. That's what they're going to do. I agree. I think – Anthony, I think it would be Ryan over Zaitsev, even though Zaitsev has got – they actually save more money on Zaitsev because Zaitsev is double the years. I do wonder a little bit about the – public relations sort of thing as well like considering what happened with ryan and the pop he got when he got when he you think back. eugene melnick cares about that i'm not saying melnick does but i'm just saying that's it's the one it's the one smidgen of the consideration where i would say that otherwise yeah i would say ryan's the more likely to too yeah now detroit like two years ago they had a a bunch of players that i said w- would have been um, would have been had to, uh, you know, would have been um, candidates for this. But I, the ones I picked were Justin Abdelkader, mm-hmm. um, and and you know he's not hurt, so they can they can you know it's they they can't can't do it to somebody like uh, uh, Zetterberg or Franzen if they had long term left because they're on LTIR. But they can can do it on Abdelkader, who's I think he's making four two five for the next. Three or three or four years. I'm looking it up right now. But Mike, they all want to know who did you pick for the Leafs? Well, I'm I'm doing that next week. Oh, next. No, week. I, I'm just talking about the four I've written about. Oh, Franz Nielsen. Okay. Franz Nielsen from yeah. that great three. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Nielsen, good player, but again, far too much for age. Too quick. Yeah. Yeah. But Ab, Ab, see, Abdulkader's got three more years at four and a quarter, and Nielsen's got two more years at five point two five. And you know what it is. Abdicator could at least play greasy still. Yes. Nielsen doesn't do much else. Now this was the this well this was the first of the controversial ones. One is a is a no brainer, uh, with the Sabers Kyle Oposo. bad contract. He's healthy Which right. Is a now. Shame. It's not his fault. He actually played no. okay this year. Yeah, right. but he's healthy. He's healthy right now. Which would mean he's eligible to be bought out. Three years of three years left at six million dollars. But I'll tell you right now, if I were the Sabers GM, and I know if it, if it's Botterill, he won't do that because he'll get. Raped do you want to be the Sabers GM, Mike? Is no, that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Because I'd get fired in about five seconds. Um, no, <laughs> along with a lot of other people. Along with other a lot of other people. Yeah. Um, 
I would consider buying out Jeff Skinner. Because no, Jeff, wouldn't you insane? Because that, that contract is ridiculous. Like, how much tang did you have before the show? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Seriously, I am not drinking the Pagula Kool Aid. Thank you. Remember, Rush, <laughs> this is a compliance buyout, not a regular buyout that doesn't count against the cap. But they're still going to be missing the talent. I know, but they can't afford to lose the talent. Yeah, well, that they should have thought about that. I mean, they they. Sh Maybe they should have traded him. I, I all, all I know is he had 40 goals two years ago, and then last season he, so he had, had a bad year. He's gonna come back and score 30. You can't replace the speed. You you're insane. That's an, that's an albatross contract. Do you know how many teams would line up to buy to get Jeff Skinner the I'm minute sure. he got bought out? I'm sure your Leafs would be first in line. Possibly, if he if he take a minimum contract, um, <laughs> then he would because Buffalo would be paying for it. No, but but this is this is the other this is the, and I know you've already you've already disagreed on this, but I'm going to say it again with Montreal. Uh, the you know the the common answer to this question would be Carl Alsner because it's kind of, you know it was a bad signing. Mm -hmm. He's been down in the AHL the last two years. He's got two more years at four and a quarter. But this is an opportunity. This is a get-out-of-jail-free card. I am sorry. Either Shea Weber or Carey Price. You bail now because those contracts are going to be albatrosses within, I'd say, two years. Your boat's filling up with water, Mike. That's all I could say. <laughs> it is. I don't see it. I don't but, see it. But to, answer, but to answer your question, Ross, and I'm giving a preview about my of – my, Yes. What I'm writing, the Leafs don't have anybody that I would well, – but they're going to do somebody. Because they're not. They're, I don't think they will. You think they will? You think they will pass on it? Yes. I think they'll be. For, I think they'll be more likely to do a trade of some sort before they do. But, a the, but the, it doesn't allow for that unless the unless they. Right. It won't allow for that. Like you're going to have to just get rid of a, a salary or not. And I'll tell you, there's definitely one. Hold on. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. You just. There isn't. You're going to buy out Alex Kerfoot. You might. Yes. No, it's it's stupid. That's stupid. Okay, that's dumber than Jeff Skinner. Is that what you're telling me, Mike? Yes. It would be. <laughs> Alex Kerfoot's making three point three or three point four million dollars. Yeah. Well, how much free money do the Leafs have, Mike? Not much. Yeah. But so they're gonna have to make hey, a tough print. Loony, what are you talking about? You could trade Kerfoot and get a good return. You could. I'm not saying you're gonna get a ton, a return like, you know. I mean, Skinner. Skinner makes nine million bucks, Russ. Hey, I hello. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, we. Were, I was. I was spending the last five minutes getting destroyed by Russ and, and Anthony for my bad mm -hmm. opinions. Well, let me jump on that. What's going on? No, we were just talking. I, I we were talking about the compliance buyout scenario okay. for for teams, and I, I I advocated if I was the Sabers mm -hmm. because this is a good the compliance buyout situation. If they do do it, is a get out of jail free card for teams that are in yeah. are in cap straits. And if I was Buffalo. You probably, you know, there's only going to be one, then you would do Kyle Opozo, and that makes sense. If you had two, I would consider Jeff Skinner because Jeff Skinner's contract is seven more years at $9 bucks, and I think it was a bad contract from the very outset. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I think you're wrong, too. I'm going to jump on with that. Right, of course, of course. Be, I mean, it's a good opinion. I like people. I like, you know, I'm not one to take a – I'm not one to take a popular opinion every time either, Mike. So I understand this. You rate a deaf, a dead referee's closet. Like what's that? What's happening here? <laughs> Why must you always comment on my clothing? P 
People always laugh at the face of Jesus. I got to ask about the hat. Is that, is that a Team USA hat or is that an Atletico Madrid hat? This is would be a nice? Captain America hat. There we go, Captain America. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like Payne Stewart's cap. I, I, like that. That. I thought that was an, I was like an Atletico hat. I was like, mm, boy, I pulled, where'd you pull that one out of? Not have been cooler than this, but you know, it's <laughs> like uh, this I pulled out of GameStop at some point. No, that's a good hat. I, but it was, it was, it was, well, we talked about your clothing buying the other day and now you walked in with something that you know you don't see another, these are this is also another thrift shop fine like i said somebody very wealthy around here keeps giving polo <laughs> shirts to to the thrift shop i keep buying them for like 9.99 yes, I, I have to point out in the in the chat <laughs> this, is a, this is a tan shirt is it <laughs> gray not gray okay. sorry it's i mean about be careful with be careful with your tang mike no, yeah, yeah, yeah. water today. <laughs> no man, I'm just having to be the only, only you know, guy who takes time to not wear a hoodie in here. Apparently, um, <laughs> this is the this is this is hoodie row down here. You got oh, yeah, yeah, that's hoodie row down there. Yeah, definitely. And then Mike's got t-shirt row. Our basement's cold. What do you want? That's fine. I'm gonna get a space eater down here. I was just out, I was just outside trying to get people over here that were supposed to fix the the yard is always a mess and I'm, my, my nose is burning now because the pollen's falling like snow but anyway um <laughs> well, let's talk about dr fauci let yeah let's let's get to that in a second but um skinner first off um i i think that there's just yeah skinner you got to give him you got to give him a little bit of a break on the ones on like yeah the i mean he hasn't had a lot, he's got way more upside than Oposo. Oposo is obviously you know i mean unfortunately a health risk you know that's just where it's at so i think i think you gotta you well, would definitely buy out. if you have two, you don't, you don't, you still don't buy out Skinner. Skinner is, you know, I mean, I, I was not for the contract that they signed with Skinner. I thought it was way too long. Well, that, um, that's yeah, that's why. It's like I, a macro version of the Villy Leno signing. That's what mm -hmm. it felt like to me. Yeah. yeah but, but, well, it's funny you mentioned that because remember there were two compliance buyouts. They used one on Leno, one mm -hmm. on Air. Well, I think they used the other one on Airhoff. And it's yeah. like okay. Those are the two contracts they signed when Pagula bought the team and, uh, and you know, said go out and spend a ton of money, and they did, and they spent a bunch of money stupidly. Um, and, and they signed Erhoff to a 10-year, $40 million contract. <laughs> I hated that deal. God, did I hate that deal. And yeah, it's like, okay, you know. I like Erhoff, but I saw that deal. I was just like, oh. Right. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mind Erhoff, but for that deal, wow. And he yeah, was still a good. decent defenseman when they bought him out, but it was like, okay, the, the problem was the 10 years. Right. Exactly. No. Yeah, you're basically saying Christian Erhoff was going to be your franchise level defenseman for for a decade, and he's he's a he was a two or a three, three at that three point. really yeah three or four. Yeah. And okay. Anthony in the chat like because I said with with Montreal, Eck, I said Mont with Montreal would either I would do either Price or, or Weber, and I know everybody disagreed about that. But he's like, why not trade Price? Who the hell is trading for Price at ten and a half million? Not He's 32 years old, and he's got seven years left of the contract. No team could afford to do it next right. year. Any no trades team. that would happen, or you, you, you'd go to New York for Georgia, for Georgia yeah. first or a number of other right. players on much on much more affordable contracts. Yeah, I mean, given the current status, I mean, if, if Montreal kept – say they kept part of that contract, um, they could they could find it. They could find somebody for price if they kept part of the contract. It's not – That's going to be hard. I mean, if you go flat cap – they get that down to $7 million per year, I think they could. Four mil, yeah, four million. Yeah, if they retain four million, so anyway, what's, let's the talk about for, what, what's the point of the Canadians doing that though? Where, where's there's they, none. They yeah. don't need cap savings. So no, price is the best. Is they might as well keep. They've got they've got their goalie. I mean, that's that to me. That's like if you got your goalie, right. keep your goalie. Because you never out. know. 
the reason you keep Carey Price is because you never know if one year, all of a sudden they have a good year, things click, you didn't expect it, and now you've got Carey Price. If you don't have them, you never have a chance. No, that's true. That's really true. I, 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 I just, I definitely agree with that. All right, getting into getting into um, Mr. Faust um, today. Fauci. Fauci, sorry, Faust. Boy, that was a Freudian slip there. That was a Freudian slip. Oh my Faustian god. Faustian bargains. Let's go. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm talking. Of course, I'm talking about the uh, former quarterback, um, Faust. No, the former uh, former uh, coach of Notre Dame. Andre right, Faust, right, right. former Philadelphia Flyer. Keep going. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, yes, who came out today and said uh, he's a baseball fan. Apparently, he's a big fan of um, the, the Washington Nationals, Nationals, which we all know now for some reason. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Is so anyway? So you know, and I think you've done. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to get political on this at all. That's try. Definitely, I don't want to go there. I mean. Let's we all kind of did a little. We did. You can, I mean, it's hard not to go there completely, obviously, because what's happening is, is absurd and awful, but um, and really just a joke. And is no one in the? Is, no, never mind. Is no one around this? Does no one around this president at all understand how the internet works these days? Like, does no one get that <laughs> at all? Like, you know, like if you the second you try to prove yourself not doing something wrong in this day and age, you're guilty. That's like, that's the way it works, right? You cannot sit there and say, but I did this right. And I, and you, you can't, you can't, that does not. Yeah. There's a thousand fact checkers right at their fingertips every minute. Right. And, you know, and, and, and just the act of trying to prove you're not wrong makes you wrong in the internet. There's a but, lack but act, You know what we were saying? We were saying because his boss had just come out and talked about sports and how we need it, it just seems like Fauci all of a sudden giving a glimmer of hope for sports was a little convenient. Yeah. I mean, and, so and like, look, we're all optimistic, but, it, but that, was a little, that was uh, a little okay, convenient. So, so my daughter came home yesterday and, you know, she was, just, they have this thing they do at the high school, um, which is not the greatest thing in the world, but it's, it, you know, it's impossible to keep high school kids from not ever seeing each other. They don't see each other, but what they do is they park their cars. I don't know if, they, if you've heard about the same thing. Are they doing this at your school? I'm not sure. They park their cars in big in a big circle, and I've I've driven over there just to see what's going on to make sure. Like I've driven past it, and they literally do this. They're all smart, and they all sit on top of their cars and talk to each other in the parking lot. And it's a it's interesting. It's a big circle. They're all like at least six feet apart from each other. Oh boy! And these are seniors who will never see each other again. So you kind of feel bad telling them they can't do that. It's not like you know. Yeah. Whatever. So one of them works at the um, one of the friends of one of my daughter's friends works at works at the hospital in Philly. And he um, he's one of the top guys there and said that the peak in Philly was April 6th and that things are getting better, as he said, which is great news. All right. That, that That's, you know, and he said that's what. But he says the news won't say this because the news wants us to be responsible, which I'm fine with. Um, it's great news. But the, but something like this, again, everything that's said by the government like this thing today, like we can get sports back really soon. It leads us leads to more comfortableness, like which is all sense of security. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I want to. I'm like the most optimistic guy in the world, but come on, like we have, we're let's just can we just take the win and say, hey guys, we're doing a great job. This is awesome. We're, we have actually we flattened the curve, but it, this whole process is only halfway through. Or what? I'd like to be winning for a whole month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to stay on this on course. You know, we cannot. And that to me is like, and, and that's what the problem with things like this are. You know, like that mm -hmm. and. and and then, and then the practicality of it all, on top of that, is really absurd. Like, for the NHL especially, maybe for base basketball. Basketball is the only sport I could see that could play in front of fans, and it probably wouldn't matter, because basketball is so driven by television contracts. Well, well let me let me just bring this up because you bring back 
about basketball, and then we'll get back to this. So few players is the other thing about basketball. You have so few players, right? So right, and fewer, that- fewer players. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you the the attempt by the NBA, and I don't know if it was sponsored specifically by, by the NBA or by the Players Association or what, but this ESPN horse uh, thing that they were doing, where they were shooting shooting trick shots as yeah. a, a mean as a means of like placating and and uh, satisfying fans. Yeah. It, it's it's fallen completely on its face. It looks terrible. Nobody cares. They want games back. Because, Mike, I mean, I there might be really cares about it, but it's like at least they're trying to do something. No, 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 it's, it's, clunky. it's clunky. It's like yeah. I tried to watch it, and the, the problem is it's just there's you know what it is the pacing of it there's no you know there's no production value and when you're watching people play horse with no production value you might as well just go out in your yard and do it it's one big giant zoom conference that's That's basically what it is yeah but that's that's what it is with with all the you know with with all the awkwardness that comes with it because it's not you can't script it and it's just you Mm -hmm. can't edit it right you can't edit it for 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 you know it's tough to edit it yeah. Especially if you're doing it live, yeah, you know, it, and that's one of the reason why. Again, that's but again for the criticism that the WWE got for WrestleMania, it was almost a case where they had, in order to make it look like a the semblance of a cohesive show, they had to tape. Yes, right. and WWE stands for World Wrestling Essential. <laughs> um, now, this 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 is the thing. It's like I mean, I think. There, there is a level of frustration out there. I understand the government is going to tell you, you know, not what you want to hear, but what you, what they think they, they need to convey to you. But people, it's a month. People are getting frustrated. People sure. want outlets. So if they can safely play baseball and hockey and basketball in front of no fans for people to watch. I think I still think I, I'm I'm you know I'm usually not a an optimist. I'm usually the most pessimistic yeah. person in the world. I we think don't, we you don't have to prove to us. We got. Yeah, that. I think we're playing hockey this year. I I, I think th- I I think this stuff that came out yesterday, and I have all the respect in the world for for Bob Bob McKenzie and Darren Drager and and LeBron, but they were they were on, they came out on their inside at insider trading, and we're talking about reports that you know the 2020. 21 season is going to be in danger. I mean, what, what crap? Well, I mean, that's like, that's a little alarming. No, that's what they're being. Yeah, told. That's, that, that, there's really no point in going there. I mean, that's not. They can start in January, and if this thing isn't better in January, we've got a lot bigger problems, right? Like, sure. this, to me, this you know, we won't we be, have to be again. Even if we get, even if the first wave is, even if you know, we don't know if there's, you know, if you get, you're going to have a second wave of this right, or that's, not. That's, and that's, I think that's. I think that's where they're probably operating out of right yeah. now more than anything, which is why I'm not going to jump on them completely because you do have to keep that no. in mind. No, but the NHL is like, so, and, and there's no question, okay, that the president of the United States is putting a prime, you know, sports is in the spotlight here. Like he's seeing yeah. sports as something that can show that we're on our way back. Right. And I agree with that, that, that sports is one of those things that, that people, and I'm, I'm with you that people need, People, and, if, if, but if if the, if the United States is going to do this, first of all, in, in hockey, we got to remember that there's a lot of Canadian teams. This is not like a simple thing to do. It, you can't bring this back without Canada agreeing with it, which they will never agree with. Okay, so that's I why mean, those Canadian teams will play in neutral sites. 
Yeah, but those are those. Yeah, but you're the Canadian teams won't agree to. It. I don't. I don't think Canadians. I, see, at the end of the day, you know, borders are still closed. How yeah. do you get around that again? If can't right, the borders. Can do this, like, I think you can get around that. Special dispensation. Yeah, I think that you can because they fly in their own planes. I think there's ways to do that, but yeah. I think that the at the end of the day, if the United States starts forcing people back to work and saying, you know, like we need to, everybody's got to go back to the economy and, and sports people are part of that and whatever, you know, this is all, which is which is you know. There are hints that they could try to do, which is ludicrous, but they could try. And if that happens, then, you know, the NHL would just economically, you know, they would go to the government and say, like, we can't afford to do the way you're saying to it. Like, there's no way the NHL can afford to play without fans. From uh, Just from what I've been talking to people, and I wanted that too. I, I mean, I was on this show. I still completely. think they're going to play without fans. Act yeah. Yeah. Act, there's, I think there's literally no chance that the, that the NHL is going to be able to play games in July and August with fans in the stands, it's the, unless unless a, there's I mean, a, definitely July, August. Who knows? It's a long yeah. way away. You never know. Right. I think these leagues are pl- the only league that's not planning for empty stadiums is the NFL. The NFL they don't start until September, and I think that they are going to want to play. They can, live in their little, they can live in their bubble at least for a little while. For a little while, I think they're going to start late, though. I think the NFL starting no later than start late. There's no reason the NFL shouldn't start late. Right. I, mean, I, I do believe that that's what'll happen. Well, what what good does a month do if they start in October rather than in September? Well, we don't know if, 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 if there's a hint of a vaccine or something better sure. testing. Then it is worth waiting a month. But I just I have a feeling they're they're not getting it off the ground even on September. I do have a real some real news. Um, the Penguins, another great signing, Will Riley. He um, I'm reading a report that I have on Sportsology from last November. And, and I'll just read it to you. I said, he's a defenseman. He's 6'3", 195. He's the team captain, point-per-game player, four, four goals in nine games, tricky backhand around the net, good skater, excellent passer. The Penguins can use him the same way they're using John Marino currently. That's R- you know, RPI, right? Yep. And this is, again, you wonder why I can still say I feel like the Penguins can contend, and it's because they're adding some really excellent college talent, not just depth talent, Guys who could actually play and have a path to the NHL, like Marino. These yeah. are really adept signings, and I don't think the Penguins get credit for their scouting staff because you know everybody just looks at the stars they have. And even Gensel was a great scout, right? But he was great in college, but still was gutsy picking them. But at the end of the day, nobody talks about those things anymore. But it's these other little things that are actually keeping them competitive. Yeah, well, everybody. I mean, everybody has their different different methods. And Anthony, it's like, I mean. You look at what's going on right now with a team like Toronto, who is clearly aiming at the KHL and saying, "Okay, we're going to bring in players on entry level contracts mm-hmm. for less than a million bucks because we're spending forty million bucks on Nylander, Marner, Matthews, and Tavares, and that's the only way we can continue to add talent that's ready made for the NHL is going for 24, 25 year old guys who are playing in the KHL." So I mean, right. now now Pittsburgh is signing college free agents and they're having success. Toronto's getting guys. From Montreal, the I think they announced earlier was that Romanov's going to be coming over. Yeah, yeah he's a draft yeah. pick, but right. but but still, right. but it, but you know, sure. getting getting a guy like Mikheyev or and then who knows about Barabanov who they just signed, but though going that way is smart for teams that are up against it because that they really have no other way to uh, really bring in talent other than that. Especially right. if you're going to fill a bottom pairing defenseman on a competitive team with with entry-level talent, but they're not like kids, that's a smart way to go, man. That's that's yep. a good way to, 
to say all those players are ready ready to go and, and can adapt. Yeah, that's the key. As long if you feel mm-hmm. that they, they project and you're going to give them a little bit of leeway to get themselves used to playing the North American game, because again, they've spent their entire careers playing a certain way with a lot more space. There are habits. Oh yeah, that- yeah. sorry, I was still talking to college. You're talking KHL, but either yeah, way, either way, right, you, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so just extrapolating off of that in terms mm-hmm. of KHL, uh, a little surprised at the signing of Bill Peters. Uh, yeah. For a two-year contract with, uh, yeah, yeah, in Katrinburg, yeah. so he yeah. can check he can check out the Apatiev house where the Katrinburg man. That's oof. That's like <laughs> middle. As my wife is fond of saying, that's out there. <laughs> but a two-year contract in the KHL could be a two-month contract too. Good point. True. And again, my as I said, for me, it's going to be fascinating because again, you've got. Nigel Dawes there, who is one of the most right. respected and well-decorated players yep. in the KHL. Yeah. And after what happened with Akeem Elu, again, he Bill's going to have to handle himself better than he did before. Yeah, I'd say. Isn't Datsuk on that team too? Datsuk is on that team as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's ta- you know they got some talent there certainly. I mean, I, I mean Datsuk is obviously up there in years, not quite as you know he still has his moments. He's got to be like forty-three or something like yeah, that. forty-one. Yeah, but on that sur- on that surface, he still can make play. He still has space to make plays. Yeah, um, um, yeah. he's he's from he's he's from that area. Yeah, that's where he's originally from. Yeah, yeah. So. He's, well, yeah, he's from actually he's from a Katrinburg because that was you yeah. when it was when it was communist. It was the the name of the town was Sverdlovsk, so yeah. it it changed to, they changed it back to a Katrinburg. So yeah. Bet you didn't think you'd find out that today on the Hockey Buzzcast. Yeah, we've, we've, hey, we 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 provide all kinds of services here. We've mentioned the Romanovs and the Apatiev house, so there you go. I just the my Preds, son just did a whole report on the Romanovs, so I'm very up on the Romanovs myself right now. So. There you go. The Preds just um, extended Alexander Carrier again. Yep. Another Great deal. Yeah. Another inexpensive defenseman. Mm-hmm. This is this is the way you do it. I mean, you know, he had great numbers in Milwaukee. He could skate. You know, he only got three games this year, but you could envision related where, to. I'm not meant to ask: Is he related to William Carrier? I don't know. I'll look. So. Yeah, we check it out. No. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna have the recap from last night's games that we're getting into in a second. That the Predators <laughs> Knights game last night was amazing. And I'm my favorite. I have the recap because three of you out there pledged five dollars a piece on Patreon last night, and to, so we would continue doing this. We were doing my recaps of the alternate reality, as opposed to none of you pledging twenty dollars, which would have stopped me. So at this point. With 20 bucks to stop me from going to the alternate reality, I'm still going. My favorite Romanoff is Natasha. Eck, we have a little bit bigger news about one of your neighbors. Um, no matter the this, out- go ahead. <laughs> no matter the outcome of this season, yeah. Justin Williams is done after it. Oh, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> he might be. TSN reported it. It's real. All right. No, I mean, I, yeah, but he's, you know, I, he says he's hanging it up. That's it. Yeah, like, no, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. Are you, I mean, I mean, but I think at the same time, I mean, geez, come on. You can he's, meet him. You can meet him at Lucy, you know, anytime. Never seen that in Margate again. And he yeah. doesn't, he, he'll, he'll tell me that he'll tell me the opposite of that. And then just like, you know, that'll be fine. Cause he lies. He lies. He's a liar. But let's, but we talked about this for a minute and I honestly think, that know, that's right. I'm calling Justin Williams a liar, Anthony. That's right. fine. But we we talked about this, <laughs> and I remember Mike and I were thinking jab, 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 jab. he probably wouldn't come back if, if yeah. there was a shortened season because, again, look at all it took just for him to come back. He probably didn't make as much as he was hoping to make with um, Tom Dundon 
and the signing. True. So he's probably like, you know what? I gave it a go. I had my last taste. If we get more season, great. But he doesn't want to go through it again. I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't blame him at all. I mean, he's well, been, I mean, he he's been, he he's been through a lot. He's been beat up, and you know, yeah. If he comes back for another year, then, you know, Dundon can't pay him any less than he's paying him right now because he's on the league minimum. Right. Well, that's the whole thing. I think that probably played into it. If you ask me, it's like he he waited this time. He wanted to play. Yeah. He played, but he clearly was looking for more money. I mean, there's no question he. I mean, he thought he, he thought he, he thought he had more power than he did. Yes. But um, you know, that I think is definitely true. But he. At the same time, you know, he, I think the part of him was like, you know what, I'll just play part of the season. You know, like, why would I? He, veterans like him hate the preseason, hate getting ready. Right. And I think, you know, he wanted to sit down and, you know. He did a Matt Sundin. He wanted to sit down near Cedar Grove, near Cedar Grove Street in Ventnor and sit on the beach, like, which is where I see him every freaking. Or a Forsberg that year with the Avalanche that all of a sudden, miraculously, with like 20 games to go in the season, hey, I'm better. Isn't this like the Kurt Schilling thing or something? Who did this before? I'm trying to remember baseball. Somebody did. Clemens. 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 Clemens did right. that in the last few He's years. back. He's back. Yeah. Remember Susan Waldman? Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, that's what we're talking about here, right? So that's like kind of crazy. Don't believe it. Roger Clemens is in the in the booth with George Steinbrenner. That's pretty good, actually. That's not bad. All right. That's so fine. you want to know what's going on in the playoff series? Yes. Yes. All right, here we go. Yes, um, it's here my in person. Catch up with a bunch of them, first of all, because I haven't done a couple for a couple of days here. So the, uh, the Caps and Hurricanes series, um, it was interesting. Anthony, you weren't that far off on game one. It, it did go to overtime, but the Caps did squeak it out. Um, so the Caps are now up 3 nothing in that series, actually. They play tonight. Shocking. What? Shocking. No, it is a 3 nothing in that series. They've been pretty dominant. Um, and Justin Williams, you know, maybe that's why Justin Williams has suddenly decided his alternate reality person is pulling at him, telling him that he's going to end soon. Maybe that's the whole reality here. Um, the other series that that is uh that, that we should talk about that plays um ten, the, so the caps and the caps and the canes play tonight um the other series that play tonight are the islanders and bruins the islanders and bruins bruins won the first two games in boston the islanders won game three um and then the bruins won game four so that series is three one for tonight going back to boston okay could that possibly end tonight um, who's are the islanders still going with varlamov and net no change there's yeah they're yeah no they're, they're staying with varlamov as okay. you know, um you know it's not hurt he was chased game. He was chased from game two after giving up six. Goals. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah, he gave up six in the second period of that game. Which mm-hmm. was- <laughs> how's, how's, I've got this. How's the Flyer Penguin series going? We're getting there. We're getting there. They, right. flew, they, they flew Sorokin in on a special jet. Good one, right. So the other, um, the Blues Calgary series, they also played tonight. So um, the Blues won for the first two games of this series in St. Louis. Calgary won the first game. So this has been a home series so far. They played tonight in Calgary. This could be game. This is game four in Calgary. Um, all right, then uh, Nashville, Vegas. Vegas won the first three games of this series, um, shutting the Predators out in all three games. That was the crazy thing. So the Predators were had yet to score going into game four. And, and John then, Hines feels like he's right back in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. So true. And then last night, okay, um, first two periods, the after, after two periods in Nashville, it was a it was an ugly scene. Um but this is two days ago, sorry. In Nashville, they play again tonight. This was an ugly scene in Nashville, and uh, it was 2 nothing after 2. The Predators still having not scored a goal. And then my man, Colton Sissons, finally breaks the tie. A break breaks the uh, snide with, like, 12 minutes to go. The Preds go on to score four more goals in the game, win 4-3, to three, uh, three goals from Sissons, a hat trick in the playoffs, which we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the, ugly, the ugly scene was somebody had a bad reaction to the hot chicken. Who's in yeah. that for them? 
Oh, they have they have gone to they went to Saros. They went to Saros. They did. Um, okay. Yeah. And uh, the last night Leonard played, which was surprising after the three shutouts from Mark Andre Fleury. Um, New Rosie tweaked something, and they're like, "Well, we're up three nothing, so we're good." Uh, and so so they still have not. They Wait, still is that a real three. quote? What was that? Is that a real quote? We're up three nothing, so we're all good. Is that? No, a real quote? He, he tweaks. He tweaks something. So he tweaks something. So they're like, "We're going to give him a break." No, no, no. Uh, but I want to know if that was the coach's quote post game. No, that was the feeling. That was the feeling. Okay. I got. Okay. Okay. The, coach, the coach said, "Screw you, get away from me, Eklund." That's what he said. Okay. DeBoer uh, told you that? Wow. Yeah, that was a direct quote from DeBoer. Screw you, Eklund. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the last person that would say so. But anyway, <laughs> I said, "You're no Gerard Gallant. You'll never be a Gerard Gallant." And I walked out of the room. Um, that was me screaming as I walked out of the room. So yeah, I, don't, I don't know if Pete DeBoer and I are going to have any. Give uh, me a credential, damn it! <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You about you're going to have words. Yeah, so it's three-one right now. Um, they did. They did. They, had, they did get rid of. Uh, Rennie did not play. Are you taking off your clothes? Oh, oh my God! It's Cohen Mania. It's grunting wild. <laughs> look, Eck, you'll love this cat. This shirt. Look, Eck, look up. Even the right color. Fantastic. What is that? I can't see close. Cats and hockey. Cats and hockey. Fantastic. What does it say? I, <laughs> I like it, but I was like hard to look at. Uh, okay. All right, another series. So that's 3 1 now. So yeah, we'll see. It go back, goes back to Vegas. The Predators will have to pull out a miracle though, because Vegas really has been the better team. Um, Stone has had his way with the Predators, um, basically in the series. As is, you know, they still haven't beaten Flurry, so we'll see if they bring back Flurry for Game Five or like you know maybe let it go a little bit longer. We'll see how. But and because Leonard did not look good, they lost. So no, I would say unless the injury is severe, I would say yeah. they go right back to. Flurry. I think they got to go back to Mark Andre Flurry. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to give Vegas any more hope here. Um, the other series that uh, that we can talk about was actually uh, one one question: Eck is the giant chocolate statue of Mark Andre Flurry intact in the alternate reality? The giant chocolate statue of Mark Andre Fleury? No, 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 it's not. No, no, Russ, it, it's been moved to Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> it was eaten. It was eaten on a dare. Um, Actually, I don't know what happened to it. Nobody's ever said if it was. No, eaten. you know what? No, it was. It was in the alternate reality. It was part of the um, the wing ball. Um, it was brought to Philly. Wing balls return to the alternate reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> talked <laughs> out. They talked out. Wing 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 into doing it again. <laughs> The wing balls never stopped there, and, and someone to get onto the wing ball ate the entire Mark Andre Fleury statue. That's what okay. All uh, right. The other series, Dallas Colorado. Uh, Dallas took game one, if you remember, which was kind of surprising. Colorado took game two. Um, Dallas took game three. So tonight will be game four. Uh, Dallas up two to one. Uh, game four in Dallas. This is a big one. Colorado's got to get it going here. Um, and you know the rumor is that so so far we have seen nothing but um, your guy group you know group hour and goal. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that may have change. All right, so let's talk about the Flyers Penguin series. Um, because they play they played last night. It's a hell of a game. All right, so to, to catch you up on what was happening before that, the Penguins won game one in Pit in Philly. The Flyers won game two in Philly. The Flyers won game three in Pittsburgh. And then last night, here I'm gonna bring up my stat, bring up my bring up my box score from last night. Here I got it in my alternate reality. Um where is it here? Yeah, I got it right here. Okay, here we go. Yeah, this was something. All right, ready? This was um, this was a game and a half last night, um, because the Flyers up two to one, chance to go three, chance to go up to three, all kinds of scoring, chance to go up three one in Pittsburgh, all kinds of scoring in this game. Um, remember, remember that Carter Hart had a shutout in game two. Um, mm -hmm. It was the game three was game three was uh, three to two um, for the Flyers, and Carter Hart was again good last night. Carter Hart got chased five minutes in, giving up four goals in the first five minutes. The Penguins Ooh. were over the Flyers. 
in with you know with the prospect of going down three to one. Uh, they put in, they put in Bruce Galloff? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Galloff, no. Seriously. No, I forgot to tell you that 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 Brian Elliott hurt himself in practice. And <laughs> oh, all season. <laughs> wow. He got through the entire season, gets to the playoffs, <laughs> finally. Right to the entire season. Alex Lyon instead has to be the backup. And he comes in last night and was no better than Hart. Well, better than Hart because Hart gave up so many goals. But the Penguins put up a 10 spot on Philly last oh, night. Oh, this is like this is like the 80, uh, it's like the 89 <laughs> series right yeah. now. Oh my goodness. 10 to 2 was When's Kenny Reggett coming out? <laughs> Where we need Kenny Reggett any moment now in game seven. Kenny Reggett. <laughs> two ten for, spot. A ten spot. The the solace I'll take in this, and Flyers fans can take in the 10 spot of this, okay, is that. I did this a year years ago. I did a statistic that when a team wins up in a playoff game by more than five goals in the series, they lose the series sixty five percent of the time. This is a really weird stat that I found that I figured out. But basically, well, they, use, they use up all their scoring. Yeah, That's right, the problem. You know, it is. It's all the you know. It's the it's, it's the, the ebb and flow of hockey where it's either the dance, it's either feast or famine. Because you know how the playoffs work. The playoffs are all about like the mental aspect of things and staying yep. on the edge. And when you score ten goals, that edge sort of goes away a little bit. And it's hard. To, if you lose that edge in the next game, it's hard to get it back. So game five, you know, is tomorrow. Um, and that, of course, is back in Philly. We'll all be I do there. want to tell you, it, it has not happened since 2012. The Penguins scored 10 goals. Really? 20? Yep. That's awesome. They had a 10-3 win over the Flyers, and they won 10-3 in 2012. I remember that game, actually, come to think of it. The Flyers were were leading the series three to one, so it's very similar to the alternate reality. Really weird. Well, I wonder if um, you know, I don't know, maybe alternate reality is plagiarizing. But you still see. I had, I had seen. I saw. I don't want to say that, Mike. I just want to say it's very similar. <laughs> I'm going to predict right now. At some point during the series, we might see Kirill Stamenko. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! Fantastic! <laughs> he'll win Game Seven. He'll pull the. He'll he'll pull the reggae. <laughs> Absolutely, that would be great. That would be awesome. Um, the funny thing was, so Anthony wasn't in there. You were in the press box for game two, and I asked about where Anthony was um, in the press box. And it turns out you had you have taken another job scouting for another other NHL team. I don't know which one, but you're you're, you're scouting for an NHL team. Apparently, you'll be back for game five. But you you had a you had an interview, so I don't know. Apparently, you're you're still working. At, you're staying the season working, but you're now you're now a professional scout somewhere. Go ahead, it's Mike. Probably, it's probably Buffalo because they fired their entire coaching and scouting staff. Anthony's not going to Buffalo. I'm not working. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Mike, working for the Bagulas. Your intern. I was not work, I'm not working for the Bagulas. Sorry. No. Yeah. No. 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 Mike fired his intern. Paid up for. Remember. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you. I will let you guys know in the future who it was. What team it is it? Who, who I'm working with. I've been told again. It's. <laughs> I have to keep it very much on the down low. Yeah. But yeah. I. I will say. I'm. It. it, it it's. It, it's. It was enough compensation for <laughs> it was enough compensation. Even my wife was like, Yeah, crap, you gotta go take it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. <laughs> right, I know. I was really surprised to find out that Mike fired his intern, which you remember who if you remember is Ken Campbell from the hockey news. Um, who's been interning interning. Ron Campbell, it's Kenny Campbell, not Colin Campbell. Kenny Campbell. <laughs> now Kenny Campbell's out of work. Great. Oh no, yeah, he's he's Mike and Ken Campbell got in a huge fight, apparently. No, no, my intern is Puck Craze model. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, Puck's crazy. You're married to Puck Crazy Model in this reality, Mike. I forgot to tell you. She's that. interning too. 
Yeah, she's a friend of my wife's, and she's pretty hot. Anyway, um, everything's very temporary. You might want to go to that other reality, Mike. Well, more, 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 temp more temporal than temporary. Right? I, I, right, won't, right. <laughs> I won't come back, Eck. Finally, um, well, we have the Islanders and Bruins series. Um, did I get into that one? No, I did not, right? Tampa, nope. Toronto, Tampa, Toronto. Yeah, I got Islanders, and then I'm going to end with Tampa, Toronto, because, you know, you got to do it. Oh, I got, no, wait, no, I did Islanders Roads, right? Yeah, they're up 3-1. Got that one. Okay, um, Edmonton, Edmonton, Vancouver, and then Tampa, Toronto. That's what I have to do. Edmonton, Vancouver. Um, Edmonton was up 3 nothing in this series. Um, but last night, uh, Vancouver did manage to, uh, to to get a win at home. And in that game, Dreisaitl and McDavid went down with injuries. Ooh. Now, it didn't look serious, Dreisaitl's. But McDavid was seen walking with two, um, with two legs, with, with both of his legs in casts. As he but, but why? How's he walking in two <laughs> with two casts? <laughs> he's a was he Kirk Gibson. <laughs> he's a magical guy. I don't know how he's doing it, but um, there you go. He's he's so that that could. I mean, they're up three to one, but that that's a serious issue. Um, as as you know, Koskinen was chased from the series in Game One. How's yeah? Well. This has been Mike Smith's series to and um and he's he's been good at, especially after scoring the goal in the first game when the, when the, when the goalie was pulled when Mike Smith got that you know goalie goal which was pretty crazy. He's still been really good, but last night he um he definitely you know I think they ran out of steam and, and obviously both the injuries had they had them had them kind of shaking around for what to do. All right, so finally, finally, what you've all been waiting for, the Maple Leafs and the Lightning. You remember the Leafs won the first two games of this series. Which was pretty surprising. Um, get, but and, and Matthews did, did return um, to the second game, um, but did not come back for the third game. And it was so we were kind of surprised what happened. No one knew again the injuries off and on. It didn't matter. John Tavares put up had a six point night. <laughs> um, three goals, three assists, like a Daryl Sittler night. Yeah, yeah like and it was you know chasing Vasilevsky from from the net, and and you know Tampa's riling down three to nothing. Um, it was, but then last night, finally, finally, Tampa gets gets a win. They don't. They're not going to be swept in this series. Again, Matthews out of the lineup. Um, I think you know maybe who knows. But and this was this was a tough one. But uh, but Stamkos, Stamkos, you know you, the big guys you want to score. Stamkos and Hedman each had a pair. They went four to nothing. Uh, Vasilevsky returned for the shutout. Just for the people that are betting on this ultimate reality out there, bet on Tampa coming back and winning the series. <laughs> Why bet would you on one, one, bet on one other thing? Alternate Mike blowing a complete gasket <laughs> <laughs> because it would be the thing that would upset Mike the most. If Which Trump really is not any different than regular than, than current reality, Mike. Anyway, <laughs> who's dead jumping from the Foster Hewitt gondola? Up <laughs> He's wearing a gray. He's wearing a gray shirt and a corduroy jacket. This is what he gets for wearing a tan shirt. That's right. No, but I mean, my, or, my, my, <laughs> the right there, Anthony. I mean, I tried. And I, I I wanted to call you your alternate reality person. But remember, there are no cell phones, so I couldn't tell you. So he sent me a telegram, and I was excited. Yeah, no, I I, I use the more I use the more I'm kind of really good at it. Um, the Morse code thing that we all have at each of our each of our stations has like a. Tick, tick, okay. Got really good I'm at. Trying it. to figure out how to. By the way, as a scout, I'm still trying to figure out how to file my reports. With <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, probably carrier pigeon. I mean, what I've heard more than more than any other, because you, when you're for airplane. When you're outside in this alternate reality, no, there are no. pigeons flying every which direction. I think that that's probably what's going on. I don't know, but we'll, I'll try to find out more. I think, and I think it's your Palm Pilot. Don't you have a Palm Pilot? Mm, so, somewhere deep in storage, probably somewhere in one of these boxes. Right See, there you go. 
Yeah. I'll go look. Black I do have a real news story. It won't be, it won't be like, I, and I found out last night because I was like, I talked to somebody last night. I finally got somebody like, and I, I felt embarrassed because I've got this iPad. I've got this whole station set up, and people are looking at me like I said, like, and one of, and one, one of the reporters from Pittsburgh, this woman who I could never stand, called me a witch. Um, but because um, I had all this technical stuff with me, and uh, so I, I, I finally asked somebody, and it was indeed true that there were cell phones in this reality. It was just deemed that they were that they were slowly making everybody insane, and they were removed from the reality. So they're That's illegal, cool. which All is right. why I had to spend last night in the in a South Philly jail. Um, I but do, I, I do have a real news story for a sec. If you want to hear it, I don't think so. I think this is way. No, more. this is way too much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm almost done, Russ. I'm out. Then, <laughs> but you know, so but I'm I'm fine. I, I was bailed out. I, I you know, or I had to do some things I'm not proud of to get out. But I'm out of jail, and um, I'm okay now. So, that, that, so tonight, remember tonight we've got the other games. Tonight we've got the Caps and the Canes, the uh, Isles and Bruins. Blues in Calgary and Dallas, Colorado, um, all looking at Game Four tonight. There you have it. That's where we are right now with the alternate reality hockey. I hope and remember if you like this, go to Patreon.com/hockey and donate five dollars, and I'll continue. Or uh, donate twenty dollars, and I'll stop. All right. So the quick quick news I want to give out is um, in New Jersey uh, this month, month of March actually, they only made one hundred eighty one million dollars in gambling, sixty five percent drop. Here are the sports that people are able to gamble on. Right. Um, Belarusian soccer <laughs> right. and table tennis matches. Nice. That's it. That's what – those were the only two things they were – But, bro, this explains why there's a whole group of people out watching me play pickleball. <laughs> apparently, yeah, apparently the pickleball uh, thing and, – you know. and, and we'll find out next month that there's a point-shaving scandal in Belarusian soccer. But just to yeah, give you an example, the past five months – they were able to make five hundred and fifteen million dollars a month on gambling, so that's a hell of a drop, man. Now tomorrow we tomorrow and Friday we have guests. Uh, right. Tomorrow we have Peter. Not Hart. Anthony doesn't count today, but yeah, we'll call him. No, he's a he's a recur. He's a recurring. Anthony, he's Anthony, like Anthony Davis. Davis. That's what he's like. He's like the Pinky Tuscadera of our show. No, Ambi Davis used to say, you know, Ambi Davis. Okay, I, I'm going to go with Pinky Tuscadera. You know, he's there sometimes. You look forward to it when he shows up. You're surprised mm -hmm. he'd be dating Fonzie, and then he leaves. You know, so that's that's the whole thing. Go ahead, continue. Uh, and Kevin Allen on Friday. So Peter Harling on Thursday when we're going to talk cool. about some 2020 draft prospects and. And Friday, uh, we'll have Kevin Allen for his usual Friday uh, spot. And next Monday, we will have Ted Starkey from uh, Newsday, right, Russ? Yes. Yeah, um, we'll probably talk about the Caps and the Islanders and other things. So, And his, and his career as a drummer for the Beatles, right? Um, that's Zach. Well, that's oh, that's Richard Starkey. That's Richard Starkey. Exactly. Okay. Sorry, so. sorry, wrong person. Yeah, there we go. Another alternate reality. Yes. Yeah, but he's also a Bills fan, and Mike could – Talk yeah. about him about the uh, the yeah. special afterwards. Yeah, bring up the four falls of Buffalo, uh, Ross. I will. I'm sure he'll be very pleased. <laughs> thing. All right. Well, excellent. Uh, this was fun as always. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us, Anthony. We really appreciate it. Um, good luck with that scouting job. Um, but I look forward. To, I'll, I'll let you know how you know. Let you know what you tell me tomorrow in the press box. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and. Um, Remember, folks. Uh, let me know what you think of this, and in the, in the, let me know what you think of the alternate reality thing because you know it's a lot of work. It takes a lot out of me to travel back to that time, you know, frame. Remember, without the buzz, it's just hockey. We will talk to you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.